This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, everybody. Cheryl from Unleashed. And I'm very happy today to have a dog trainer with us, Stefan Jakob. Hello. Good to be here. I'm so glad you're here because, you know, it's nice to get the other side of the training. You know, sometimes, you know, you talk to people who've had their dog trains or the celebrity trainers. So in a nutshell, we're a long nutshell, a big nut, a Brazilian nut. <laughs> what kind of training do you do? Is it service, you know, just a regular household? Tell us a little bit about your business. So when I started dog training, um, I, just, I noticed that I was always really good with animals. And I had an understanding with dogs and just not only their needs, but dogs are like people. I think they're more like people than we recognize and that they have personalities, moods, habits. And I was really good with understanding that. So when I started as a dog trainer for Smart Start Puppies in 2021, this was originally like household training, pulling on the leash during walks, Guilty. barking, manners in the house. Oh my goodness. It's the most common thing in the world. <laughs> the dog running outside when the door opens. When they no, get guilty. not a dog dasher. Nope. <laughs> um, and then I started doing service training. When someone needs to get their dog on a plane or they, they got to take their dog with them to the supermarket. They want to take their dog everywhere. First thing your dog's got to do is become desensitized to things, taking in all these sights, sounds, smells, etc. And crowds. Yeah, I've taken Tilly to uh, Home Depot. Noises, big machines. She did pretty well, except the day we went there. Thunder, lightning, and the lights went out in the store. But because she, she has a little anxiety during thunder and lightning, and certainly during Fourth of July, which is like so cruel. How is your dog with that? So, uh, if you haven't caught the reference, Rambo is a uh, inspired by uh, an eighties eighties movie style character, and he doesn't mind loud noise. He doesn't mind the loud noises. He doesn't mind getting dirty, doing army crawls with his dad in the grass. We do a whole bunch of just like goofy stuff together. He absolutely adores engaging with me. He's looking at me right now. He's got his, he's got both of his paws on my lap. He doesn't mind any of that stuff. So when I started doing all the uh, the dog training with the the service animals, etc., the first thing you got to do is you got to get the dog out of the shell. You got to build them up, build up a confidence. And a good way to do that is to lead by example befriend this dog and if they're not following you another dog is how you do that and i would bring rambo to work with me every day showing this boy all the different kind of dogs he's gonna meet and showing all these dogs who are learning under his wing how to compose themselves in public how to react when they see another dog sitting for example when they see another dog at a crosswalk these are all little things that i've picked up during the years and i would love to keep expanding upon that really is true because I saw, uh, I don't know where I saw it, maybe online, but I see it with Tilly because she's very sociable. She's very friendly with dogs. She's always never any fights and dogs better than people because they get over it really quick. If there's like, you know, instantly, instantly, but there's 
And if you watch them interact, especially during play, there are rules with their play. <laughs> it's instant, you know, it's almost like when we meet somebody, how we look them in the eye and we shake their hand. And you can tell if it's a fake, you know, if it's not a sincere shake or the person doesn't look at you. But with dogs and I watch her, you know, some dogs go after the collar in the wrestle. Some dogs go after the ear and it's gentle. Nobody's, you know, yelping or anything and right. keep going at it. But it is instant that they know. And it's got to be fair and square. I, I really believe dogs have manners. And you're right. Habits. When I first took Tilly to get trained a few months back, the gal brought her dog to one of the sessions and, you know, she put the dog in the crate. Right. And when Tilly wasn't responding well, her dog barked at Tilly, and I'm telling you, that dog laid down the law because after that, Tilly was like mush. Right. Yeah. So, it, yeah. It definitely and that's not a bad thing either. Like, as like the owner of your own dog, you saw like you let that naturally happen. A lot of like, I wouldn't say this is like mis a mistake that uh, dog owners make, and it's micromanaging nature. Uh, when, when I, you know, Rambo's a real goofy boy. He's super excited. However, he's like 75 pounds. He's large and hopping around smiling. Not every dog wants to see that. Tilly was all about it. She was cool with it. And even Tilly was like, Hey, back off. And Rambo got it. The bigger, the better for her. She right. doesn't matter for her. It's the dog because listen, I go to that dog park. Every day. I love that dog park. Yeah, it's great. And her ball bounces great there on that grab. <laughs> but I have seen her at that dog park with other dogs there. No chemistry. Those dogs leave. Other dogs come in. I mean, this was in the very beginning. And instant play. There's some dogs she plays with in my neighborhood on the leash. They go crazy. They're best friends. But when they go to the dog park, they don't play. She's, out, you know, they have... They have their own click. Agree. <laughs> They're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. So so what do you think you do? What do you think is the most important thing in training a dog? Like, you know, the first time out, because I'm sure, you know, dogs aren't trained once, twice. I think just like people keep learning, dogs have to keep learning. I'm constantly correcting and trying to reinforce certain things with Tilly. And every day I find out different things that is now I have to address. Like she's starting to teeth, you know, she brings uh, sticks, you know, where I live, they, all these uh, from the palm trees come down. You know, she throws them up in the air. It doesn't matter how big they are. <laughs> proud. But when she's got that stick in her mouth, her nose isn't into the ground looking a poop. So, I have to bring her back in the house and she knows she gets a treat because I got to get rid of the stick. There's just no two way. The stick has to go. And she allows it. She is more, but she is more scent driven than tree driven. She'll go do anything for a treat, but scent up in the air. She could tell you where every dog in the neighborhood lives. And she could, if she could speak our language, she could tell us every conversation because dogs have unbelievable hearing have you used that you said like you know she likes to pick up the stick and play with the stick the stick is that's that uh you can use that as your reward as your stimulant for keeping your dog engaged until i answer your question start as soon 
as possible. Just like just like raising, uh, I don't have any kids of my own, but I remember my upbringing. I was learning the ropes day one. You know what I'm saying? Obedience. Obedience, respect, a routine, even. So when I got Rambo, that we have, and perfect. I say to her tomorrow, you know, because I live alone, so I talk to her, and she gives me that side eye. You know, we're gonna go to the park <laughs> after coffee. She only heard park and coffee, so now <laughs> I'm drinking my coffee, and she expects we're going to the park. Right. <laughs> you know, because it's if you don't get there by eight eight thirty in the morning, you might as well kick it back until at least six thirty seven because it's just too hot. It's way too. Oh, and, and uh, we've been we've been taking our walks. We've been doing like five six miles every day for the last week. And he loves this. He loves, I call it run. He hears run and he tilts his head. That's another thing too. Teach your dog English. Pick a word and assign it to that thing. For example, if it's a ball, a stick, a toy, it's a it's ball to Rambo. I say Rambo, get your ball, and we're playing fetch. He'll go across and go grab the stick that we're playing with, etc. Teach your dog English. Run she, outside. Our, our only toys are the butcher bones from uh Publix or else she'll chew everything and she has maybe six seven of them she loves them and they're great to put peanut butter in them and she chews on them and it calms her down you know when I got her I got her at a shelter I'd never been to a shelter before oh that's a tough yeah it was oh, very tough. It was. I cried the hardest thing about going into a shelter is walking in and not walking out with every single animal that you saw Yes, uh, most of them were pit bulls with the fixed ears, but you know I wanted a dog. I had just put down my last cat at nineteen, and I planned for a dog. I didn't plan, you know, how big she would get, but her personality I'm fine with. You know, I want Spunk. I want an active dog. I walk about four miles a day with her. I mean, we walk a lot. When I got her. First, I fostered her because I wanted to make sure she did get along with other dogs and cats. She has no interest in cats. She loves birds. All the ducks in my area, she could care less. Her big things are squirrels. And squirrels like to torture dogs. Well, <laughs> up the tree, they turn around and they just stand there, you know, just torture. She knows where all... They do the thing where, like, they climb, like, a little down the tree. just to, like, And then make... stay there. Like frogs. Stay there. <laughs> They're amazing. And 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 what do you the frogs? The frogs when it really rains. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. I mean, we're in South Florida and you don't need to be a, a biologist, a scientist, or a I believe uh no herpiologists are for are for turtles. I love reptiles. But the second the sun goes down, all the all the toads come out. Now the toads come out and they sit on your sidewalk by a light. And they don't move because all of their food is attracted to these artificial lights at night. So you introduce light, you introduce the food source, and then they hang out in that area. And we're commonly walking through these areas. So it's no wonder we see these frogs, these toads that are half the size of your phone or the size of your phone. Oh, no, they're huge. I named one Prince when I had my cats, but. (laughs) <laughs> no, and, and he just stands there on the sidewalk, uh-huh. and you know the lights go on at eight oh nine. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like ridiculous. But when it rains, then they go underneath the cars as you're walking by. 
It's oh my goodness. There's a whole, but we hear the baby birds chirping up in the trees. It's, you know, she tries to climb the trees, but it's true. The routine, she likes the routine. I mean, when, yes. when the grass is wet and we come in, you know, I wipe down her paws. She waits for that. That she loves. And mm. if she goes outside and does a business, she gets a treat. So she waits for that. I mean, you do the thing that I um, have preached to hundreds of dog owners. And this is this has helped with everyone. I tell them this all the time. They are creatures of habit. You, you have a routine, potty training, obedience, all that comes naturally. You're passively teaching your dog how to acclimate to your lifestyle. These little goofy, these little things that you think are goofy, like, you know, bringing in the stick and wiping down her paws. That is, that is the world to them. If there's this, this little thing, there's this little court that your dog has to anybody, anybody listening, all the listeners, there's this dog listening and they're super engaged with you. Like for example, Rambo, we go out in the rain. He had to, I, he needed me to go out in the rain when it's raining down here in sunny South Florida so that he can go out and do his business. But he loves getting dry. He loves when I rub his head and, yep. and he rolls over. That is everything. That's me. love to them. You know, when we come That's back from love. the park, you know, especially with this heat, I wash her down because she sleeps with me. So, you know, oh. it's my bed too. She absolutely <laughs> loves that. And for a treat, she gets a, she gets a couple of strawberries. She absolutely loves strawberries. But when I first got her at the shelter, and she had the name Phoebe, which you know they say, you know they didn't know the name, but you mm-hmm. know it depends on how the name was used. You've seen that, that graphic. My name is Go Away, Sit Down, Be Quiet. What's your? Yeah. Name? Oh my goodness! <laughs> so you know, I always wanted to tell it. He needed a middle name. So I gave her Tilly McGee. But when I first got her, they told me she was wandering in the street, which wasn't the truth. So I went to the Freedom of Information. She was caged outside as a mm. puppy with an with a Dobie puppy. So and and I got her. She was big. You know, I'll have her a year in September and she'll be two in September. So it's not like I had her as a puppy, you know, and she has filled out. You know, I. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I keep her. I want to keep her lean because she is an athlete. I had plans that maybe we would do agility competition or some kind of scent work because she is scent driven. You know, she needs a job. You know, I come home every day and be exhausted on the couch next to me because at night, once the sun goes down, what are we really doing? I do walk her up until about 11 or 12. Um, Same that's last call for me yep, too. that's that's it and then you know she'll go into her she'll go into her bed she'll hang out there for a little while and then she'll come into my bed so you know that's the routine and she'll wake me up she's woken me up in the middle of the night if she had to go isn't that amazing don't you just love having an animal who communicates with you and would rather wake you up in the middle of the night to go outside and do their business instead of just well, sometimes she house. plays me. I mean, she <laughs> <laughs> wake up because as soon as I, we get up, uh-huh. as as, when I first got her, I had to wake her up. That's how comfortable she was. You know, what do they say? Three, three and three, three days, three weeks, three months. 
When I first got her, I didn't see anybody except my neighbors. I walked her all around the area. She knows home. This is her home. She knows. Right. If anybody walks by or rings the doorbell, oh my God, the world will end. She's not <laughs> violent, but... Oh, there's one. That, that is exactly what I have to deal with. I had to get all glass doors on my wall unit and a 39-inch gate in my kitchen because, you know, my burner stays. She surfs and she's big and she has no problem. She'll sit outside on the rug and watch me cook. So we're good there. But needs to have some of the things tightened up because, like I said, she's big and I'm getting older. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, and today I'm talking with Stefan Jakob. So getting back to your training, what, yes. do you come to the house? Do you uh, meet people like at the park or how do you work it? Both, both. Every situation is different. Everyone's case is different. Everyone's dog, everyone's relationship is different. Sometimes people are supposed to be simple. Hey, I don't want my dog to jump on people when I have guests. That's my I dog. Don't, you know, They're and I'll... I'll I'll give you I'll, I'll give you some tips like all along too. Going for that one, if you don't want your dog jumping up and greeting everyone with the same kind of energy, because a lot of people are guilty of this. I used to do this too. You come home from work and your dog is so excited to see you. It's like you are the Lord himself. Well, we're the world to them. The world, right. And you, oh my God, do we feed this behavior? I get down. I I used to pick Rambo up, swing him around. I say to Billy, let's dance. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Dance. And then, so then now you were doing that every day and that became a routine, like we mentioned before. And now whoever walks through that door gets the exact same reaction. So along with introducing new, new steps and new, uh, new trainings and like new rules, it's important for the owner to learn the consistency. So when I was coming home from work, after these long hours, I couldn't greet Rambo the way I would before because I didn't want him to jump on anybody. He's very large. He's very strong. He's beautiful. He's gorgeous. Just does not change the fact that he's a husky pit bull mix. And to someone, that's terrifying. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So the routine of here's a tip. You have a dog that jumps. One thing you can do to stop your dog from jumping to enforce that behavior is teach the dog off down put your hands out and do not entice don't don't incentivize what you don't want your pet to do do you follow me so far yeah yeah next step 
for example, you got a you you have a golden doodle or a golden retriever, large, large animal, and this isn't working. Your dog is too hyper. Your dog is too excited. Well, one thing you should do: put a leash on your dog, not a harness, a leash. Put a leash down. Put your Step foot on it. Exactly. Keep your foot down there to counter that jumping, so that when you're doing this over and over and over with an animal at their house, because I have to train your dog in that same environment. We can't mimic this scenario at my place or at Home Depot. We need to do this in your house because when someone knocks on your door and you let them in for dinner or coffee or breakfast, etc., that's got to be done right then and there. It's like having a toddler. It's all about me. I want to show you all my toys. I want to lay all over you and I want to lick you. Right. So you know, I, I want to lick your niece because I lick Cheryl's niece. Exactly. And like, you know, so some, some people, that's no big deal. But a lot of people are scared of dogs. and Big dogs. Big dogs, especially. Um, I have a friend who, who works for uh, Florida Wildlife Conservation. He's terrified of dogs. He loves cats. He's got all the cats in the world. Just like I do. I have, three, I have three cats of my own. But people are still scared of dogs because people have always had, people have negative experiences with dogs. Right. I'm lucky. Knockwood, I've never, I'm poo-poo. I've never had a negative experience. Most dogs like me. And if they don't, they stay away from you. But right. um, going to the park, all the dogs like all the people there. But if those people came to my house, they're mellow with them there. But if any of them came to my house, Tilly would be all over them. She would take out all her toys. She would jump all over them. And that's what I want to nip in the bud. And that's and that's where the, the trainer coming to your house comes in. All right. Here's your guest. Let me know when you want to have coffee. <laughs> you got it. This weekend. <laughs> so like that's the thing. Stefan comes to your house and boom. I don't do the greet your dog and then the second I come in, we are learning. I'm nipping that in the bud myself so that. Tilly, Rambo, every, I, I don't know how many dogs I've met named Zeus uh, come into the house and it's, don't jump on me. No, uh, Caesar Milan does this. This is an easy one to remember. No touch, no talk, no contact. Ignore. Right. There's a strategy. And they can't stand that. However, if you have the... And now, a lot of dogs learn so quick. If your dog is like super smart, and like I say, I say if... Different dogs learn at different rates. Just oh, like I, I, Tilly's smart. She's smart for Tilly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You got to put that on a t-shirt, smart for Tilly. Yeah, no, she she's very smart for herself. She has, you know, certain things that she gets over on me because, you know, you know, because everything is a routine. And just think about it. Our lives are interspersed with our dog's lives. You know, especially me, I'm retired. I do a lot of different things to keep myself busy. Congratulations. I want a happy dog. And how to have a happy dog? I take her to the park. I take her on walks. We have play dates. We go swimming. You know, we try to go swimming. We took her to the lake or I take her running. So your life is interspersed. You know, our relationships with dogs nowadays, not when I was younger, they didn't have beds for dogs. Not that the dog slept on a cement floor. But look at the industry for pet products. It's billions. The food industry, billions. Everybody's vying. Dogs are family. That's bottom line. Your love for your dog, if you're the right owner and you're not an idiot or one of these real a-holes 
who do terrible things where karma will take care of them. But if you are a real pet owner who loves your pet, you'll do anything in the world because they are family. You won't go places if you can't bring them. You won't go places because you have them. And it's not spoiling them. You know, my belief is, you know, I take Tilly because I want her to be social. She loves other dogs and she needs to work off all of that puppyish. But you know what? A tired dog is a good dog. And I'm no, I'm no dummy either. If she could sleep for two hours after coming back from the park and I could get stuff done. We went to the pet expo in March and I went around to all the different booths doing sound bites. And there was this one Brazilian company who had all of these chews. They almost looked like flutes before they put the holes in them. They were gorgeous. Okay. Tell them, I need, I need a chew like that would give me 45 minutes. I could work on my phone in the morning. And this mm. guy came out with like a four foot chew. It was oh my goodness. Terrible. <laughs> Those are great for dogs. Number one, it calms them when they do chew. That's why she likes her bone and she can't hurt herself. They like it. It keeps them busy. They need to be doing something or else they get into mischief. Like Tilly, when I first got her, <laughs> she ate all of my vitamins. You know, they make vitamins like gummies. They make them, you know, like gummies, like like treats. To, had to go to the, the vet because, you know, she got sick. Then she was knocking pictures off the wall, but she would leave the nail. Thank God. Then I'm missing two batteries and I'm missing uh, one of those squeakies. You know, so I have to monitor everything. It, it's amazing, but. I wouldn't change it. Only thing I would change is because I'm getting older and she's getting stronger, she needs to be well-heeled and well-trained. Like if I snap my fingers, she's got to be in the Marine Corps. Yes. So with that, there's that, that repetition. There's that your lifestyle becomes your routine. In the wild wolves, let's, let's just use, let's use wolves as an example. There's always an alpha. You're the alpha in the house. Right. This is something I preach every single time. You are the alpha. I'm always either talking to mom, dad, whoever is the one who's struggling with the control. And no offense, ladies, most of the time it's mom because mom is always more of the sincere one, the soft, gentle one. And dad has got the deeper voice and it's no BS with dad. This is common. It's very common. And how you switch things around is you absorb that role as well as of being the alpha and nipping that in the bud. The second you see like that behavior that you don't want to thrive and prosper and evolve and become habit, nip it in the bud each yeah. and every time. You know, you could use spray bottles of water, like a spritz. You could use a rolled up magazine. Voice. And Voice. Like and the tip of a dog's nose is very sensitive. They are way better. Their hearing is better. The sight better. The smell, taste, all of it is significantly more acute. However, the sensory nerves on the nose are very sensitive. And what I did for Rambo, tap on the nose. Literally two fingers. And I'm a skinny guy. So I don't have like these big like sausage philanties. I just tapped him right on his nose. And that was enough to, oh. Get his okay. attention. He wants me to understand him now without having to raise my voice or get a spray bottle or anything like that. He saw my hand, I touched him on the nose. And to this day, that went with 
He's, his name is Rambo, and if anyone's a fan of the movie, Rambo's first name is John. So instead of me saying Rambo and shouting his name, I refer to him as John when he's not doing what I want him to do. I call Tilly Miss McGee. Mm, and I know every dog owner or every cat owner listening, we all have multiple names, I mean, nicknames for our dogs. This, this guy, it's incredible. Isn't it? They just come to you and they know it. They and they know the name. They look at you. They have to know. You know, when I say Miss McGee, that mm-hmm. gets her attention because I'm not calling her Till or T or Tilly or my Tilly girl. And if you're you know? gonna and if you're going to address your dog with these different kinds of names, make sure this is uh, during like later stages, not when they're young and they're puppies. Because the first thing you when you're doing training with dogs is name recognition. First thing you have to teach your dog is their name. Only refer to them as their name for at least the first three to six months of their life. That way, they know that Rambo, Tilly, Zeus, John, Taco. Oh, I know a dog named Taco. And we all know a dog named Taco. It's just amazing. At the park, all the different names of the dog. There are a couple of Zeus's there. Oh, there's always a Zeus. And Apollos. Apollo, my goodness, Oreo. Yes, really. It's amazing the names that people come up with. And what they're is... more exciting now than Spot or Fido. or Agreed, You know, Spike. I mean, really how boring. You know, it, people make a plan. You know, I really think the people today who are getting pets, whether it's a cat or certainly a dog, you know, they are in it. 150%. You have to be. This is your life now. This is my life partner. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> In the- it's amazing. So now, are you working on a website so people could contact your website? Or do you want them to contact you at your Gmail? It has been um, Gmail. I'm going to get a website going as well. You know, when I was working with this uh, with this company, I didn't agree with their methods and their commitment to these animals it was it was way too much just for the money and not for the growth of a family do you follow me so far? yeah but you see when you're good with animals like you are you, you know you don't need anybody you could do it just travels so quickly where i was just doing it in my neighborhood and i started putting ads on craigslist and my friends and families are saying like stefan you should just get a website going so because like now you have a schedule well, we are worldwide you know so this is true you could get people, you know, contacting you from anywhere. So the uh, the email, the phone number I provided you. I'm going to put that all for our listeners. Please. I'm going to put that all on uh, the site. So when this post, but I will give you the the email now. It's uh, s-t-e-p-h-o-n-d-y at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll post the phone number. That's fine with you. I love it. Wonderful. No one calls me anyway. Okay, well, maybe. (laughs) I'm so glad you came on. We'll be in touch. So glad to be here. I want to thank Mark. I want to thank Tilly. And I want to thank my listeners. And remember to live life unleashed. See you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.